And this is from uh, Nick and Sarah's farm in Penichwilwot, near Abergamene. So it came to us compacted. The hayfield, bought at auction a decade back, bids pumped up by rivals with housing plans, was ploughed relentlessly throughout the war. It came to us compacted, full of dock, so we made hay of it, parked a gypsy caravan in the corner of the field and let the biosphere build. It's best, we found, to focus on the soil itself, reduce inputs and let the field build up a city weight beneath the sward. Worms beneath a field full of healthy cows would, gathered up, weigh more than the cows themselves, says Nick, and plants feed many sugars to bacteria, are wedded to a fungus layer which spreads for miles, exchanges information, levels out the losses in a field. We don't just farm the top inch of the soil here. A plough tears as atomic fire tears, wholesale, breaks up burrows it took ten years for worms to build, destroys the commuter routes of horizontal traveller worms, smashes the symbiotic satellite networks of plant communication. They still lose a little topsoil here. This is Wales. Rain is ubiquitous. We walk the field, its permanent crop built high beneath damp May sun. The turf's been slit to let more air and water in. In the caravan, a honeymooning couple pack away last flirtations, get ready for the steady growth of married life. A whisper of rain through trees, the soil does the same. Fidelity calls. Her shouts goad Sam into a frenzy. He snaps at ankles, twice narrowly avoids a fecal crown. 
startles the calf I bottle-fed last spring so much it bolts into a hedgerow cage of nettle, bramble, convolvulus, and saplings arched for capture. Bloody Adam, says Matthew. I turn, as does the calf. At least he tries. Come on, Adam, you blasted thing. He taps the calf with a plastic hose. It shifts into deeper entanglement while I relax, relieved I'm not at fault. It takes five minutes with a knife to cut the awkward calf a path back out onto the hollow lane. Adam skips back to his adopted mother, crowned with tangled brash. Bloody Adam's dressed for Christmas. No apples left except for muddy splatters of sour white flesh buried in the path. The herd accepts Matthew's call to move along. It's a good pace, the Hereford stroll, says Matthew. Just fast enough in this unexpected mid-September heat. He moves ahead. Bloody Adam, I ask, catching Fidelity's eye. We named him after you, she says with a small laugh. And then, well, he misbehaved. A lot. I watch the calf slither on the muddy bank. Whisper, bloody Adam, the foolish pride. autumn on Fidelity's farm and this is winter. Spoils. Cattle come running to the hum of the quad bike, the promise of hay sweeter than this tired winter grass. Here at the top of the field in the cold rise above the farm, where the wind sits heavy on the sun's shine, grass grips close to soil. Brambles flail over the fence lip, cones of bracken are pressed into oblivion by eager hooves. We have lured the bullocks here, away from the softer curves of the farm's lower reaches. The hay hurled from the trailer is a bribe for their trampling, a tribute. No weed killer here. The land fulfills itself under the pressure of hooves, despite the old spaniel with a mucky eye, keen to guard the bracken, barking and fainting rash challenges to the cows as they rip hay apart with limber tongues, test their nascent horns brother on brother in glass-eyed hunger games. Today, they are grass-starved demigods, these bullocks, maneuvered and conditioned by greed into keeping down stray weeds. All spoils the pasture corrupts the soil. <laughs> 